Welcome to the Grand Piano, the Grand Piano 005, music for students. The Grand Piano is brought to you by www.parnassusrecords.com. New and used classical CDs and LPs around the world by mail since 1969. I'm Leslie Gerber, and this is the Grand Piano. And today we're going to hear some of the music that some of the world's greatest composers have written for piano students. It seems odd that somebody at the top of his form, a great composer, conquering the world with his extravagant music, would want to scale down his efforts for students, for people who are just learning to play the instrument. And yet many of the greatest composers for keyboard instruments have done exactly that, they wanted to leave music behind that would help people learn the piano as well as music that people could play in concert. And some of this music is so fine that it actually does get played in concert, and that's what we're going to be hearing today on the Grand Piano, starting out with a composer who admittedly did not write for the piano, Johann Sebastian Bach. Bach wrote his two-part inventions for one of his sons to help him learn the keyboard, and the music has been played by piano students and by piano recitalists ever since. We're going to hear now one of the most famous of all Bach players, the late Glenn Gould, playing the third, fourth, and fifth of Bach's two-part inventions. Thank you. 
three of Bach's two-part inventions for piano numbers three, four, and five, played and hummed by the late Glenn Gould. No, that wasn't me humming along. It was Glenn Gould, as he often did on his recordings. You may also have noticed some strange sounds from the piano, sort of bouncing notes. That was true of that piano, and Gould insisted on using it anyway, and his producers, well, they just had to go along with him. He did what he wanted to. Our next composer, a wonderful composer of music for the piano, is Dmitry Shostakovich, who wrote a great deal of music for his own instrument. He was a phenomenal pianist as well. One of the pieces of Shostakovich that I've always enjoyed most is his second piano concerto, written as a graduation present for his son, Maxim, which has some piano etudes written into the part. The music we're going to hear now is a set of pieces that Shostakovich wrote for the use of students when he was quite early in his own career. It's called Three Fantastic Dances, and from my own experience, I can assure you that students can indeed play this music. I used to play it myself. But Shostakovich himself brings something special to the music, and we're going to hear him playing it now. The Three Fantastic Dances of Shostakovich played by the composer, a broadcast recording from about 1956. Fantastic Dances, music of Dmitry Shostakovich, played by the composer himself, a recording that came from a broadcast done about 1956. Of course, one of the great tricks in writing music for piano students is to write pieces that don't sound as easy as they are. And that's true very much of the Fantastic Dances. They sound like they require just as much effort as any of his concert music. But I can assure you, as a former piano student myself, they're a lot easier to play than Shostakovich's, say, preludes and fugues for the piano, which I could never have played. And for that matter, I never could have played these dances as well as Shostakovich himself did, but that's another issue altogether. 
We're going to hear now music by another great composer and pianist, Felix Mendelssohn, who wrote a great deal of music for his own instrument, and frankly, much of it, including most of his songs without words, is not tremendously difficult. Mendelssohn must have been a great virtuoso, and he wrote some very, very difficult pieces indeed, but he also wrote a lot of pieces that, say, young ladies who played in the salons could handle without too much difficulty. And he also wrote a set of pieces that were deliberately designed for children. These are his six children's pieces, Opus 72, composed in London in 1842, when Mendelssohn was already a well-established composer and already had three children of his own. These pieces don't have titles, and that might be why they aren't as familiar as some of the other great music written for piano students, but they're absolutely charming, lovely pieces, and I decided I wanted to hear the whole set today, and I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. We're going to hear them played by a pretty considerable pianist, Daniel Barenboim.
That is good writing for piano students. Six children's pieces, Op. 72 by Felix Mendelssohn, played by Daniel Barenboim. And if I had announced those as six of Mendelssohn's songs without words, nobody could have ever told the difference. They sound just like Mendelssohn's typical piano writing, and yet they are playable by piano students. We're hearing great pianists play music for students today on the grand piano, and I'm Leslie Gerber. And we come now to a great artistic collaboration between a great composer and a great pianist who studied with him. The composer, Bela Bartok, who wrote some of the greatest music ever written for piano students. The student was the great pianist Lily Krauss, who met Bartok for the first time at the age of 11 and wound up studying with him for almost a decade. I love Krauss's reminiscence of Bela Bartok. She wrote in the program notes that accompany this recording, The impact that his person and his playing made on me was matched by his way of teaching. Like Indian gurus, as often as not he remained silent after you played, in like fashion to guru and disciple, sitting in congenial silence after the disciple has stated his question. Bartok's musical and spiritual emanation was so strong that many a time without his saying a word about your performance, critical or encouraging, you repeated the piece and nobody understood why the interpretation was so different from that of the first time. Your artistic vision changed through Bartok's intense listening. A wonderful image for me to contemplate as I listened to Lily Krauss playing the music of Bartok. She remained devoted to Bartok as her teacher and as a composer throughout her entire career, and this was actually one of her last recordings. We're going to hear her now playing music from Bartók's series Four Children, which are actually arrangements of Hungarian folk tunes, set so that a student can play them and an adult can enjoy hearing them.
We've just heard the first volume of Béla Bartók's Four Children, a series of settings of Hungarian folk tunes played by somebody who was a piano student when she first met Béla Bartók, the late Lily Krauss. Fascinating to hear the way Bartók wrote those pieces in such a way as to make them interesting to play and interesting to listen to, and yet not all that difficult to play. They do develop the student's technique as you work through the series, but none of them is beyond the capacity of somebody who's been playing the piano for two or three years. Let's hear an example of that. That last piece we just heard sets a melody against an accompaniment which bounces around in the left hand, and we hear bass notes alternating with chords, but they're always written in such a way that you don't have to take big skips. That's a difficult part of piano technique that only advanced pianists can do accurately, so Bartók writes this piece in such a way that a kid can play it and still sound impressive. that whole piece, the left hand sounds like it's skipping around, but there are no octave skips or anything that you really have to aim at. Your hand stays pretty much in the same place, and yet you get that wonderful effect. That's the way Bela Bartók wrote music for students. And we're going to conclude today's edition of The Grand Piano with music by another great 20th century composer and pianist, Sergei Prokofiev. Prokofiev wrote some very, very difficult music for the piano, which he was able to play himself because he was also a great piano virtuoso. But the music we're going to hear now was written for children, and in fact it couldn't be plainer because he called this series Children's Music, Easy Pieces for the Piano. These pieces are very cleverly written to sound like music that one would want to listen to without even thinking about how easy they are for the young student pianist to play and when they're played on student recitals, they are marvelously effective. I can testify that they are easy to play because I played some of them myself during my own student days. But we're going to hear them done now by a much better pianist than I ever was. His name is Igor Zhukov, and we'll hear him play six pieces from Prokofiev's children's music, Morning, Promenade, Little Fairy Tale, Tarantella, Regrets, and Waltz.
the first six pieces from Sergei Prokofiev's Music for Children, Opus 65. They were played for us by pianist Igor Zhukov. I'm Leslie Gerber, and I hope you've enjoyed The Grand Piano. The Grand Piano is a production of WMHTFM in Schenectady, New York. Post-production assistance from Rob Brown, and the executive producer is Liz Hood. Thanks for listening to the Grand Piano Podcast. This has been Grand Piano 005. For show notes and more details, go to www.parnassusrecords.com and look for the Grand Piano link. The Grand Piano is brought to you by Parnassus Records. Classical CDs and LPs around the world by mail order since 1969. www.parnassusrecords.com